It's the dictionary. 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 Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Hello, what's up? All right, so other than the last word in the last episode, this is the fully full beginning of the D-E-E section, uh, which actually isn't that long. Goes uh, for what? Two, three, almost three episodes full. It is, yep, yep, yep. All right, the first word is deed. D-E-E-D, first form, noun, from before the 12th century, one Something that is done. Just anything that is done is a deed. As in, evil deeds. Evil deeds. I don't know why they pick that. Just anything that's done. There are lots of deeds. Two, a usually illustrious act or action. And the synonyms are feat, F-E-A-T, and exploit, an illustrious act or action. As in, a hero's daring deeds. They were very illustrious. Uh, feats, feats of heroism. They were his exploits. It's also just the same as the number one. It's just a thing that's done. The hero's daring deeds. Odysseus, uh, you know, what did, what did he do? He did lots of things. He, he, uh, he defeated other gods and goddesses or something. Those were very deeds. Three, the act of performing, and the synonym is action, as in righteous in word and in deed. That's in deed, not indeed. That would be a whole different word. The act of performing action, righteous in word and in deed. I'm, um, I don't know. I think I need more context for this one. Four, a signed and usually sealed instrument containing some legal transfer, bargain, or contract. And it's a little bit weird that they have the word instrument in there, but I guess from a legal standpoint, that's technically the right term. It's a a document. I would call it a document. Deedless is an adjective. Oh, you have nothing to do, no things to do, you are deedless. This is from the Old English don, which means to do. So a deed is a thing to do. The second form of deed is a transitive verb from 1758, and it is just to convey or transfer by deed. And that would be the number four definition, a signed and usually sealed instrument containing some legal transfer bargain or contract. So if you're using one of those things, you are deeding. Next is deed poll. <clears throat> my, my voice closed up for a second. Deed poll. Two words. Second word is P-O-L-L. This is a noun from 1574, and the plural would be deeds poll. This is uh, British, and it is a deed made and executed by only one party. And the example of this, the deed, is to uh, change one's name. So, uh, yeah, it's only one party. They're saying, I want to do this thing for myself, and it's a deed poll. But why is it called a deed poll? 
Hmm. Uh, let's see. Deed plus pole, which is the adjective having the edges cut, cut even rather than indented. How does uh, what? But what? What? Why is it called a pole? The edges are e- even. They're not indented. And how does that get translated into something that, like changing somebody's name? The deed. I get the deed part. Hmm. What? What will the word pole say when we get there? Next is Didi. Didi. It's it's the same sound twice, but you emphasize the first one, and the spelling is different. D e e d y. Adjective from 1615. This one is chiefly an English dialect. And the synonym is industrious. Because I guess maybe if you're industrious, you're 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 doing a lot of deeds. So you're very deedy. Deedy. Next. It is DJ. All spelled out. D-E-E-J-A-Y. And uh, this is a noun from circa 1948. The synonym on this Monday morning rockabilly traffic time is disc jockey. Disc jockey, yeah, because you get the D and the J from disc jockey, and then it becomes just the letters D and J, but then you can spell it out into one word, DJ. A DJ is also a verb. The DJ DJs the discs on the jockey machine. Um, I have to assume that just the letters DJ are going to be in here. Let's let's take a quick little look. Let's see, D, there's going to be a whole lot of DIs. They're in the DI section. And then, oh, no, we skipped over to DO. There aren't going to be a lot of, uh, there aren't going to be a lot of words in the D section that just are consonant to consonant. You know, you know, you know how that works? Yeah. Oh, yes, we definitely have DJ here. Um, we only have three, no, four, five. <laughs> yeah, that whole section between DI and DO is a whole bunch of uh, abbreviations. Okay, that was DJ. DJ, hey, Mr. DJ, I thought you said we had a deal. I thought you said you scratch my back and I'll scratch your record and I thought you said we had a deal. Next. It is deem, D-E-E-M, verb from before the 12th century. Uh, This is uh, starting with transitive, to come, to think, or judge. The synonym is consider, as in, deemed it wise to go slow. Maybe the, 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 the road was all windy and wet and snowy, so it was, we deemed it wise to go slow because we don't want to get into an accident or drive off a cliff. So we came to think or judge it was wise to go slow. Intransitive is to have an opinion, and the synonym is believe. I believe. Now, how are, how are these different? Transitive is you are making it happen. The intransitive, it's like, how, how, how is that the opposite? Uh, let's see. It's like it's happening to you. You have an opinion? I don't know. That's a little bit weird. seems like they have different 
definitions. This one word has different definitions, whether it's transitive or intransitive, or maybe my brain is just not processing it correctly, which is entirely possible. Uh, let's see. This is from Old High German Tuomen, which means to judge. From Old English Dom, which means doom. Why doom? Doom became deem, because you're you judging. Next word. De-emphasize. And there is a hyphen after the D. De-emphasize. Transitive verb from 1938. To reduce in relative importance. And then also the synonym play down. So we're reducing it in the, the relative importance of what it was. I'm just like, no, it's not. It's really not that important. We're just going to de-emphasize whatever this thing is. Let's just play it down. De-emphasis is a noun. Put some de-emphasis on the thing that you are de-emphasizing. What would you de-emphasize? Yeah, lots of things. Uh, let's move on to the next word. De-energize. There's a hyphen after the D here as well. I guess if you've got two letters, the D-E-E, the two E's together, you gotta, you got to separate them. De-energize, transitive verb from 1886. To connect from a source of electricity. Nope, to disconnect. I don't know if I said that, but I said it this time. To disconnect from a source of electricity. And then also, shut off the power to. The, it, the things need energy. They need power, electricity, some sort of way to get energy. But if you are disconnecting it, you are de-energizing it. No more energy is going to the thing. De-de-energize. Uh, okay, well, we're already on the last word. We have three forms, and the first one is incredibly long. It is the word deep. D-E-E-P, first form, adjective from before the 12th century, one, extending far from some surface or area, extending far away from some surface or area, as 1A, extending far downward, as in a deep well. Dig that well down so far it hits water. Uh, yes, it's extending very far from the surface of the land up top. Maybe there's some grass there. 1B, oh, 1B1, extending well inward from an outer surface, as in a deep gash, also as in a deep-chested animal. It's, it goes well inside from an outer surface. So the gash on your finger goes very far into your finger relatively relative to the size of your finger. I have had one of those. I cut the skin uh, right on top of my knuckle and it f seemed like it went pretty deep. I mean, you know, there's not like a lot of skin there anyway, but some places can go deeper than others. Uh, Deep-chested animal. Would that be like a gorilla? They have a very... Deep chest, I don't know. Or what's a deep chested animal? 1B1, no, we did that one. 1B2, not located superficially within the body. Not located superficially within the body. As in, 
deep pressure receptors in muscles. Deep pressure receptors. I don't know. I don't know what this means. Not located superficially. So superficially would mean that it's on the surface, uh, but it's not on the surface or near the surface, I should say. It's, it's down inside the body like a pressure receptor in a muscle. So that must be pretty deep inside of a muscle. 1C, extending well back from a surface accepted as front. That's worded silly. As in a deep closet. We don't, we don't have deep closets here. Maybe someday we'll have some deep closets, but no, they're all very shallow and small, and there's not enough of them. So extending well back from a surface accepted as front. So what you accept as the front of a thing, in this case, the closet door would be the front of the closet, and this goes well past that to the back. So it, that, that closet goes very deep. I just uh, rewatched E.T., and uh, the closet that he has goes very deep. It's a very big closet, although I think a couple people share it. 1D, extending far laterally from the center, as in deep borders of lace. So there's the center of the lace. Maybe it's like a doily that somebody made, and then it goes very far out to the side from the center. 1E, occurring or located near the outer limits of the plane area, as in hit to deep right field. Deep right field. So that's way out in the outer limits of the, the plane area. The baseball field is the plane area, and then past that, it's, you can't play out there. It's gone. It's a home run area. So, But if it goes uh, d- uh, still into the plane area, but very far to the edge, that is deep right field. 1F, thrown deep, as in a deep pass. So wait, the word is in the definition. Thrown deep. Okay, well, what does deep mean? I don't know. Let's read through all these. Oh, thrown deep? Okay, what does deep mean? Okay, yeah. Thrown deep, it's very far past, just way, way the hell down there, down the football field, but still in the plane area, because if it's outside of the plane area, yeah. So E and F are pretty similar. You're probably throwing it very close to the edge of the plane area in F, and that's what E is as well. Two, having a specified extension in an implied direction, usually downward or backward, as in a shelf 20 inches deep. Specified extension in an implied direction, usually downward or backward. So from the thing in the front, and then you measure it 20 inches towards the back, so straight away from the front, or, uh, or downward. I guess it depends on what's, what's the context of that one. Um, every, every three-dimensional rectangle, a box, has a length, a width, and a depth, but... It sort of depends on who you are or what way it's positioned. You're going to call one of them the depth. How deep is it? Well, what's the length? Which one's the width? Sometimes it doesn't really matter. Um, So that was a shelf 20 inches deep. There's another example. Cars parked three deep. And you don't want to be the car on the inside because it's going to be very difficult to get your car out. 
that's triple parking. That's that's tough. You you only do this when you when you know that you're not going to get need to get to one of those cars down there on the in on the inside. 3A difficult to penetrate or comprehend and the synonym is recondite. I think that's how you would say it. Recondite as in deep mathematical problems. So they are very difficult to penetrate or comprehend. Uh, sometimes, sometimes these definitions are deep. They, they use my brain a lot. Mathematical problems that are deep. Hmm. I mean, I understand how mathematical problems can be difficult to comprehend. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, certain certain people are going to have different uh, different levels of comprehension for different levels of math. And that's okay. 3B, the synonyms are mysterious and obscure, as in a deep, dark secret. What is your deep, dark secret? It's very mysterious, and it is obscure. 3C, grave in nature or effect, as in in deepest disgrace. Grave in nature or effect, I would assume that means more serious. It's the nature or effect is very serious. Uh, and yes, disgrace, that would be very serious. Deepest disgrace is grave. 3D, of penetrating intellect, something that's 3D, has a depth to it. That's what makes it 3D. Okay, of penetrating intellect, the synonym is wise, as in a deep thinker. Oftentimes, I am very much not a deep thinker, but then sometimes I think I can get, I can think pretty deeply, and I think just just like everybody else, sometimes we're just, our thinking is just way up on the surface of, hey, what's for food? Hey, what's going on over there? Hey, let's go shopping. But sometimes you just, you want to think very, very deep, penetrating intellect. It, it's, it's so deep, it penetrates into your intellect deeply. 3E, intensely engrossed or immersed, as in, she was deep in her book. She was so, I mean, she physically could be deep in the book because, you know, she maybe she's halfway through, even just a little bit, you could say, I'm deep in this book. I gotta, I gotta finish it. I'm very deep in a book. I'm almost done. I gotta finish it. Um, not this book, a different book. Um, but then, yes, you can also just be so engrossed in the, you're so interested in the content that you're just deep in it and you just do not want to put it down. You are, you clearly must be deeply into this podcast. And this, this episode proves it. 3F. Characterized by profundity of feeling or quality, as in a deep sleep. There's a little bit more, but we could talk about this first. A deep sleep. I, I, you, I hope that you are all getting deep sleep. You got to get deep sleep. Make sure you're, you, you know, you, you don't eat too close to, to bedtime, and you're not, you know, scrolling the phone too close to bedtime. Maybe even put the phone out into another room. Make sure that your pillow is 
pillow situation is great under your head. It's the right height and your blanket situation is good and the temperature situation is good and the noise level situation is good. Give yourself the best possible situation to get a deep sleep. Please and thank you. It's, it can take some time to figure it out. And you probably change. You change as a person. So profundity of feeling or quality. It feels so good when you have a deep sleep. Um, there is a synonym, deep-seated, deep-seated. And I think we're going to see that in tomorrow's episode. But there's another example, deep religious beliefs. So yes, it's profund. It has profundity. It is very profound, and there's uh, lots of feeling or quality in your religious beliefs. Deep seated. Four A is talking about a color, and it is high in saturation and low in lightness. So it's uh, low in lightness. Basically, means it's it's dark. It doesn't have a lot of lightness, so it's dark but it is, is high in saturation, which means it's very saturated. <laughs> That's what that means. Um, it means that it's closer to the color, uh, the actual color, and less to gray. Further away from gray, closer to the most, most possible version of that color that it can be, but not with a lot of lightness. That is a deep, deep, so what, like a deep red? Yeah, it would be... Uh, a dark, a dark, deep red. I use the word in the thing. It's a dark red, but it's still very, very red and not gray or black. Um, number four B, this might still be talking about a color. No, it is not. Definitely not. It is having a low musical pitch or pitch range, as in a deep voice. Definitely not mine, but I do really love these instruments uh yeah i played the the baritone saxophone and then the bass saxophone and i got to try once a contrabass saxophone and i love the contrabassoons or just the bassoon in general and the contrabassoon and the big old clarinets the contra alto clarinet the contrabass clarinet there's a bunch of other ones but yeah the the double bass the big big musical uh, uh stringed bass thing these are these are great words. Yes, they are deep. The deep instruments, big old trombones, tubas, all of those, fantastic. I would love to have a low voice. 5A, situated well within the boundaries, as in a house deep in the woods. Watch out. Could be, could be a horror movie out there in the deep, deep woods. Situated well within the boundaries. So if there's a big old boundary... And then the house is very close to the center. It is deep in those boundaries. 5B, remote in time or space. Remote in time or space. So something that is uh, not... Wait, how, how do you comprehend this? Remote in space, that makes sense because it's not really like near other things. So that's deep in space, deep space, uh, or time. I mean, I know time and space go hand in hand. You can't separate them. But how can something be deep in time? So like a long time ago? Hmm, that one, that's interesting. 5C, being below the level of consciousness, as in deep neuroses. 
deep neuroses are below the level of consciousness? What can be below the level of consciousness? I know you can go deep into your consciousness, especially with meditation. Still working on that. Neuroses, are these like the your things that you, you, you feel neurotic about? Hmm. 5D, covered, enclosed, or filled to a specified degree. This is usually used in combination, as in the example, ankle deep in mud. So your, your feet are covered, enclosed, or filled up to your ankle, which would be the specified degree. Covered, enclosed, or filled to a specified degree up to the ankles, covered in mud. Hopefully, you can pull your feet out with your shoes. They might get stuck, though. Number six, this synonym is large, as in deep discounts. We all, we all love a good discount, a sale. It's, it's so large, that discount. Seven, having many good players, as in a deep bullpen. So I think a bullpen that's uh, talking about baseball. So if they have a deep bullpen, all those players are so good. They have more than the other team, and they might win the game. A synonym for all of it is the word broad. Just very big and broad, deep. I mean, that doesn't always make sense for a lot of these definitions, but some of them. Deeply is an adverb. Deepness is a noun. And there is a phrase which is in deep water. That means in difficulty or distress. Well, yes, if you are in deep water, you would probably be uh, in a very difficult situation and maybe distressed. So if you are maybe more metaphorically in a difficult situation or distress, you would be in deep water. I think they also, you would you could say hot water maybe. That might be similar. Oh, there's etymology. Middle English, dep, Old English, diop, akin to the Old High German, tiof, which means deep, from also Old English, dipon, which means to dip. And there's more at the word dip. So just a dip in a thing is deep, I guess, is what they're saying. <laughs> Next word is the second form of deep, adverb from before the 12th century, one. To a great depth. And the synonym is deeply, as in, still waters run deep. What does that mean? Still waters run deep. They, it's just another way to say deeply. It's Because it's an adverb. Two. Far on. Synonym is late. As in, danced deep into the night. Well, that's a place where you could use deep for time, well into the night, far into time, very late. Yeah, it's just deep. I don't think people really use this in that context a whole lot these days, deep into the night. 3A, near the outer limits of the plane area. This is back to the the baseball situation, Um, as in the example, the shortstop was playing deep. So he went, uh, the shortstop went closer to the edges of the playing area because maybe the guy up at bat, the guy, the girl, doesn't matter, uh, was maybe, maybe can hit real good. So the shortstop was getting ready. 
ready to try and catch a, a ball far out there in the by the deep, deep area. 3B. The synonym is the number six definition for the word long, and that is probably the similar example to the deep pass. Uh, that was, yeah, thrown deep. Go long. Go deep. That's what they say in the football. One more word. The third form of deep. Noun from before the 12th century, 1A, a vast or immeasurable extent. So far, you cannot even measure it. That's how vast this thing is. There's a synonym. The uh, It's the abyss. The abyss. There's a movie called The Abyss, and it's just, it's very deep and scary. 1B1, the extent of surrounding space or time. The extent of surrounding space or time is deep. Just just all, all up in going around in space in all the directions, way far out there is deep. 1B2, the synonym is ocean. You can call the ocean just the deep because it's very expansive and goes very far in lots of directions towards you, away from you, and also down, just just down. Two, any of the deep portions of a body of water, specifically a generally long and narrow area in the ocean where the depth exceeds 3,000 fathoms, which is also 550 meters, and I'm going to do some some googling real quick to tell you how many feet that is if you prefer it in that way so what do we got five thousand i don't even know what i said but it's five thousand five hundred meters and uh let's see meters two feet um that is just over eighteen thousand feet just over eighteen thousand feet specifically eighteen thousand forty four feet 0.62. Um, but then if we, how many yards is that? Do you want to know how many yards it is? It's 6,014 yards. Uh, and then, but how many miles? Because 5280, it's, uh, it's a little under three and a half miles. So uh, 3,000 fathoms. See, this, this, we were working with so many different measurements. It's very complicated. But yes, the deep of the ocean in in the very specific situation is further down than three and a half miles, basically. Uh, 5,500 meters. Number three. The middle or most intense part, as in the deep of winter. Right there in the middle. It's That's probably the worst part. Four. Any of the fathom points on a sounding line other other than the marks. Any of the fathom points on a sounding line other than the marks. I, I have to imagine this is uh, something with boats, maybe fishing. They got a line out there that goes real, real far. There's marks on it to show different lengths, maybe fathoms or something. But uh, they're fathom points, but they're not the marks. So they're, it's very deep. Those were all the episodes. Now is the time to pick a word of the episode. 
We had Deed, Deed, Deed Pole, DD, DJ, Deem, De Emphasize, De Energize, Deep, Deep, Deep. Hmm. What, what do we think? What do we think is a good one? Um, you know, there's some fine things in here. I don't know. Let's see. Deep. I mean, that one was massive. There's so many things that can be deep. I do like some deep thoughts, deep thinking things, make you think deep. Uh, the concepts, thoughts that are deep, deep thoughts with Jack Handy. Oh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll put some links in there. Yeah. Maybe we'll just put pick deep as the word of the episode. Should we, should we find one of the deep thoughts from Jack Handy? If you don't know what it is, I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes so you can, you can go look it up, but I got to quickly search one. Is it, is it deep thoughts? I think that's what it was called. Yeah. Oh, is it actually a book? Did they make it into a book? Hmm. Interesting. All right. Let's just, let's just click on one of these random links. Uh, okay. Who is this? I think these are all fake. Uh, all right. We're just going to pick this short one. And now deep thoughts by Jack Handy. If I ever get real rich, I hope I'm not real mean to poor people like I am now. That was Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy. If I ever get real rich, I hope I'm not real mean to poor people like I am now. Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy. That's the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.